Hello and welcome to the week 10, right? Yes, week, week 10, 10 edition Gem City Gridiron Roundup Podcast. As always, I'm your host who has no clue what episode this is. Dalton Van Pelt Scotch on the sidelines. With me, as always, drinking his coffee, sipping it slowly, is the commish. Yeah, um, an 8 a.m. Um, podcast on a Tuesday morning based on schedule changes. Um, yeah, a little, little coffee instead of whiskey. Um, but yeah, it's good. Um, a little bit more awake and should be fun to recap this week. A, a very fun week. A lot of good games. Um, a lot of high-scoring players again. Um yeah, let's, let's jump right into it. All right. Thursday night, we had the Panthers in some really sick uniforms. It's just amazing what that black helmet will do. Uh, yeah, there's a rainstorm. That. Rainstorm. That game. Was it? Yeah. Dante Foreman. I mean, it wasn't like not, not grapple weather by any means, but oh. it was still yeah, raining. Watching the highlight, it didn't. It didn't look like it was raining too hard. Deontay Foreman is just a monster. I just 31 carries. Game. Yeah, man. 31 carries for where the hell did that come from? I mean, he did it last year. I mean, when he, he filled in for Henry last year, like they didn't really skip a beat. Um, and like he's a big bruising guy, and and then obviously they brought him in to back up McCaffrey, um, to be that uh, kind of that not a one two punch, but like they 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 were using Foreman a little bit before McCaffrey got traded. And then when he did get traded, it was a split between Hubbard and Foreman. And then Hubbard went out and then Foreman is just taken over and they want to run the ball. Um, definitely affected um, the receivers. Um, like I said, there was a little bit of rain. I think DJ Moore was the leading receiver or no, I think Terrace Marshall had the most yards, but um, DJ Moore was the most highly targeted but yeah, not a whole lot. PJ Walker did start again, um, but he um, little forecast he is not starting um, next week. Um, he it will be Baker. It will be Baker with Sam Darnold being the backup. So um, quarterback roulette continues for Carolina, but expect them to still turn around and hand the ball off to Dante Foreman. Uh, not much for Atlanta. Their offense was kind of uh, stymied, I guess. But Drake London <clears throat> did have a nice day. Yeah, nice day for Drake London. Kind of, he got back in the end zone for the first time since a week two or three. Um, he's had a couple um, down games. It's just hard to read that offense. I mean, this was kind of the game environment that um, the Falcons could have just ran and ran and ran the ball, um, but they were not effective with it. <clears throat> they did throw it a decent amount, um, mainly to Drake London and Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts, another dud, but you keep you keep rolling him out there because he's getting eight targets a game and one he's just got to pop off eventually. Um, I mean, he's getting, he's getting everything that you can ask for. Just Mariota's not giving him catchable targets. Speaking of duds, uh, Cordero Patterson with a very disappointing day. Yeah, it was really weird. I mean, I could see why they held him back a little bit. You know, it's just, it was his first game back the week before off of IR short turnaround, um, thought they could have competed. So they kind of split the carries three ways, um, on the short week on the road. So I, I I could see why they held it back a little bit, but um, just very interesting um, coaching decisions in Atlanta um, for being, you know, in the playoff race for winning that division. It's just, we're going to get a whole lot of, a lot more Marcus Mariota. I would love to see Desmond Ritter um, at some point, if kind of, if the wheels go off um, because he, he did throw the ball quite a bit at Cincinnati. 
Um, so it'd be something to to see if if you know if they end up out of the playoff mix. But for for now, as they're battling for the division title, it's going to be Mariota for the foreseeable future. He did have a nice like last drive. I mean, besides the trying to throw an interception from his back, yeah, that was a pretty funny clip. All right, moving All right. on. Um, the first game on Pro Football Reference is Bills Vikings. Vikings Boom. moved to eight and one. I heard this was a spectacular game. Um, game we of the year, overtime. Game of the year. Seems far. like that happens every week with the Bills. Yeah, or the Dolphins. One of the two. Josh Allen um, throws a pick uh, to seal it. Yep. Um, just a really <clears throat> bizarre uh, end of the game. Um, obviously, Josh Allen did play with the the strained UCL. Um, they kind of hit hid that all the way till game time. Um, but you kind of saw the right on the wall when they didn't elevate a, pra- uh, a practice squad quarterback. Um, I don't think they would just have him be the clear backup um, for injury. If he's if he's if he's healthy enough to be active, they're going to play him, and that was the case. And he he didn't have a whole lot of hindrance. They, they didn't throw it as much as they normally did. They did run it a, a few more times with Devin Singletary. Devin Singletary does get in to the end zone twice. Um, but the biggest story, I mean, Justin Jefferson and Stephon Diggs, just two of the best receivers in the NFL. Um, fun to watch them. The um, did you see Jefferson's catch? Yes, it was yeah. all over Instagram. All over. Um, one-handed catch over um, Gilmore. I don't know. No, Gilmore's not there anymore. Um, it was nasty. It, it, yeah, Gilmore's an indie. But, yeah, just nasty if you haven't seen it. Um, it, was on the la- it was on the last drive of the game for Minnesota to, get, uh, to try to take the lead. And then that bizarre situation where um, – the Vikings get all the way down to the one yard line with just a few seconds to go. It's fourth down. They run a little play action. Dalvin Cook drops it, but it was offsides. So they got to rerun the play. Kirk Cousins tries to sneak it in from the half inch line and does not get in. Good call. He did not get in um, from all the angles. Um, he did not get in. And then so they proceed to turn the ball over. It's, you know, the Bills now have the ball on their own half inch yard line and they need a QB sneak it out. And the quarterback center exchange fumbled and Minnesota recovers it in the end zone. I thought they were going to call it like they recovered it outside the end zone. I thought they were going to have it tried again, but they recovered it in the end zone. Now Minnesota goes up. Um, Now the bills have the ball with 11 seconds to go again. And they march down the field and, 11 seconds to kick a 50 yarder to tie the game to go to overtime. Now I got to watch the end of that game. Oh, it was absolutely bonkers. Cause yeah, the bills then got the ball back down three marched down the field in five or six. Uh, it was more than 11 seconds. might've been like 28. So it says 41 was when 41 the fumble okay. was recovered. So 41 seconds still a and, ridiculously short, but then they, time. yeah. And then Josh Allen goes down, dink, 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 and kick a, a field goal to go to overtime. Um, and Minnesota goes down and they kick a field goal. Um, they get possession first, kick a field goal. And then, uh, Josh Allen, they march down the field and he throws a pick in the red zone to seal it to Patrick Peterson. Super fun game to watch. Um, <clears throat> Justin Jefferson and Diggs were just eating all day, but yeah, go back yeah, and watch I, the end of that game. That was, I will on the edge of your seat. Detroit <clears throat> picks up a win and they try to give it away at the end of the game. Uh, I actually 
was this my lock lock of the week? I really, no, I really not. thought the Lions were going to win this one, and they did. But Your lock of the week was the Falcons. Which did not pay off. Uh, but, but you got your lock of the week, finally. Yeah, plus seven and a half for Minnesota. Nice. All right. Um, that line had moved all the way to three by game time with Minnesota, I think. Yeah, there was a lot of that they didn't know about the Josh Allen stuff. So the line shifted immediately when they thought Josh Allen wasn't going to play. Um, so it did shift down pretty quickly. So I did. I mean, that would have been a good one to sprinkle right off the bat. I thought they yeah, were going to cover it anyway. Yeah, hit anyway. But. But Bears Lions, that was another fun game to watch. Yeah, uh, Justin, <clears throat> Justin Fields, Fields has the most rushing yards by a quarterback um, in a two-game span in NFL history. Yeah, back to back, like one sixty, hundred sixty yards. Wild. Yep, Cole Komet gets in the end zone two times again. Uh, <laughs> it'll just happen from time that's, to time. That's three weeks in a row. Oh, he had a fifty-yard catch. Yeah. So like, of his four catches, two of them were for a touchdown. One of them was 50 yards, and he had 70. He's had five yards. touchdowns in three games in his last three games. I don't even know how Justin Fields got to 167 yards looking at the yardage totals, but whatever, yeah. man. Yeah, um, he's getting all the points with his legs for fantasy. Another almost 40 burger. Um, he's a locked and loaded quarterback one for a while. Yeah. Claypool with two targets, one catch for eight yards. That's the Bears offense. Um, let's see. Amon Ross St. Brown, Matt Barry had, had him in his top 10 this week. 10 Stud. catches for 119 yards. Mm-hmm. And yeah. he also had two yards on the ground. Who cares? Yeah, um, one of the biggest stories was, I mean, uh, Justin Fields does throw a pick six. Um, and so that's definitely the difference in the game. Um, the running backs for the... The Lions, it's kind of a three-way split right now um, where Jamal Williams is getting about 50% of the work and then Swift's getting about 30% and Justin Jackson's getting like 20%. It's really weird. Um, I'm not sure if they're worried that Swift isn't going to hold up or That's gotta what's be going what it on. Is. I mean, he's been injured so much. Yeah, but he was he's off the practice report or off the injury report, so I don't get why you would still hold him back unless you think, you know, it's still going to be a lost season. You don't want to put too much – wear and tear on them. Um, if you want to go wear and tear, you just hand the ball off 15 to 20 times to Jamal Williams and let him pound it in. I mean, they did pay him to do exactly that. So the money Exactly. He scored like 10 touchdowns this year. I'm sure this was actually an entertaining game to watch too. I did not Don't watch say Denver. it. Oh, no, I was talking about <laughs> Chicago. Yeah. Uh, I, I another entertaining game, a Mike McCarthy um, implosion. Packers 31, Cowboys 28. I don't uh, very, yeah. very disappointing. I don't get how you don't kick the field goal on fourth and four. Got a little too smart for his britches. Uh Tony Pollard shoulders the load, has another nice day as Zeke was ruled out before mm-hmm. the game. Actually, like only a few hours before the game, he was ruled out. Yep. It was a cold day in Green Bay, and CeeDee Lamb just tore apart Packers secondary. Uh, Dalton Schultz gets into the end zone as the Cowboys are going up 14 points. But obviously that wasn't enough. Christian Watson threw what? four catches for three touchdowns. He finally catches those deep balls. Finally, someone catches the ball for Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, he's on the wire. I want I want to see. I wonder what he's going to go for this week. Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, if you believe in... Watson, go get him. If you don't, 
Um, don't. Yeah. That's simple. Um, let's see. Michael Gallup got some targets. Um, Dak with had two picks in this game. It was essentially the the CD Lamb and Christian Watson show um, during that game, and then some coaching blunders from McCarthy. I know McCarthy wanted to beat them so bad, but I don't get the overtime calls. Um, he did go for it on fourth down quite a bit in that game, so it, like he s- stick with what he was doing. But I don't know. In overtime, I mean, you might as well take the points. I mean, the Cowboys' um, defense actually did very, very good, except for guarding Christian Watson on the deep ball. But that was the only thing that like killed him in this yeah. game. Exactly. I, I didn't even know Kansas City played this weekend. Um, they beat the Jaguars twenty-seven seventeen. You had uh, that. You had that pick in our bets. You had Kansas City nine and a half. Uh, yeah, which hits. Okay, cool. Yeah. That's your only um, win of the week, by the way. ETN was a little bit bottled up. Uh, it wasn't the right game script for him. Twenty-two yep. targets between Christian Kirk and Zay Jones. Kirk does get into the end zone two times. That seems to be a theme lately. Um, Isaiah Pacheco loses a fumble, but has uh, 82 yards on the ground, so still not a good fantasy day, but that does point in the right direction for um, future. Yeah, a bunch just, of yeah, a bunch of wide receivers got in the end zone. Well, no, two tight ends, two wide receivers. So yeah, Pat just sprinkled the ball around. He did. Um, big news was uh, uh, Juju got knocked out with a concussion. Um We'll see how long he's out, probably a week or two. That's kind of how concussions have been going this year. Um, but, yeah, Kadarius Tony, he, he gets in and he, he gets in the end zone, gets a couple of rushes, does pretty well, especially after Juju goes out. Um, it'll be interesting to see how he, um, as he learns that offense, how how much more he's integrated into that playbook. Um, and and McCole Hardman was out as well, so that, that might have a factor as well. But – yeah, uh, Mahomes is just slinging it all over the place. They can't run the ball, so Pat Mahomes is just going to throw it everywhere. Speaking of running the ball, Tua and the Fighting Dolphins shoved their offense down the throat of the Cleveland Browns. Um, Jeff Wilson and Raheem Mostert with great, great days. Mm-hmm. Wilson with, uh, I think he had 20-something, I don't know. Um, Wilson might have taken Mostert's job a little bit, but I think yeah. both I think he's the one offense, a. Yeah, yeah, he's the one A and sixty forty the one B sixty forty. Um, yeah, Tua with another excellent game, twenty five for thirty two, two hundred eighty five yards and three touchdowns. Sprinkled uh, it around a little bit. It wasn't all. Um, uh, it was pretty even across the board. Uh, Hill didn't get loose that much. Um, Waddle didn't get loose. Trent Sherfield caught a touchdown. Um, yeah, just a an overarching even day across the board for those. Playmakers. It's it's almost like the Dolphins said, okay, for the last three or four weeks, we have force-fed the ball to Waddle and Hill. That's what they're going to be gaming planning for. Let's run it down their throat. Yeah. And the Browns uh, Donovan, are just bad. Pe- Donovan People-Jones is the number one now. Uh, On the road. <laughs> yeah. Have you, have you looked at the home road splits for Amari Cooper? No. They're awful. Is it? Um, is it? Amari Cooper at home is averaging like 18 points a game and on the road he's averaging like seven. 
and well, it's I been the it's been the inverse, and then it's been the inverse for People's Jones pretty much. Um, but but People's Jones has actually been playing pretty good. Uh, he's hit like sixty yards like each of the last like five games. Um, so he's been pretty consistent, not getting the touchdowns, but he's getting getting good targets and yardage. I did play him this week. I went for it. Nick Chubb is the uh, best running back in the league. Very good. Very, very, very good. Does does fumble to hurt his point total a little bit. Um, the Giants win a game that man, is their schedule just cake? Because seven and two New York Giants with Danny Dimes. No one would have seen that coming. I mean, they uh, finished they finished last in their division, so they have a last place schedule. I mean, that's usually how it works in the NFL. Darius um, Slayton with the huge bomb ball fifty four yard touchdown. I'm assuming it was a touchdown. Yeah, so the fact that it's yeah. 54 yards. Saquon Barkley gets 35 yeah, touches. 35, yeah. They just ran it down. touches. They ran it down Houston's throat. Uh, Damian Pierce with another nice day. His yards per carry is really good. Uh, Brandon Cooks, he was found. He was located. He played. <laughs> yeah. That's all 17 you need targets between he and Nico Collins. Collins does get in the end zone. Um, the Tex- Texans are basically just going to roll Davis Mills out there the rest of the year and, you know, restart their franchise again. Yeah. Davis Mills is, I mean, I think, and right now we, we've seen a lot of these backup quarterbacks this year, but Davis Mills, is like, he's going to be a career backup after the, after, you know, they, they bring in the next guy, but he, he's, he's okay. Like he's going to be serviceable. He'll get you some wins occasionally, depends on where he's at. Um, but you know, Jacoby Brissett's earned himself, you know, the rest of his career. Like he's done well enough where he's going to be a backup until he wants to not do it anymore. Um, we're going to get to this game, but Taylor Heineke, he's a backup forever. Like he's going to cut, like he may earn a starting job at some point, just like how things go, but he's fiery. He's going to come in. Like he was so jacked up last night. Um, Let's just you, let's just cut straight to Monday night last night. Yeah. I I didn't watch any of this game. You did, I'm assuming. I just saw the fourth quarter, but 32-21 Commanders over the Eagles, although uh the Commanders are allegedly coming up for sale, so who knows, they might be renamed again. <laughs> um Washington defense does score two touchdowns. Um that's a that big helps. part of it. Um they scored one at the very end of the game, you know, laterals, uh Devontae Smith lateral back fumbled. They took it up for at the five yard line and and scored, but like that one's kind of like whatever. But Taylor Heineke um, targeted is, the hell out of Terry McLaurin, like we like we told you guys when um, when he was named the starter. Yeah, but he like he's just he he's like he's not a great thrower. Um, he's just got that fiery passion and like just like doesn't care. And he's gonna take hits. He's gonna do whatever it takes to win. Um, and and teammates love that shit. I mean, they're gonna rally around him the entire time. He um at the what sealed the win was he was getting chased down for a sack and he ended up just giving himself up and taking a knee and takes a freaking shot in the chest um after he's taken the knee and he gets call, they get called for a rough in the pass where he gets up and just loses his mind. Um and so excited that he just got pummeled for a roughing the passer. Um, and then the next possession, they or the previous possession, they uh, Quez Watkins fumbles the ball in a deep shot, 
and they pick it up and then he run the corner runs to the sideline, picks it up and Heineke just grabbing him by the jersey and just like going crazy. Um, and so he's going to be in the, in the league for a long time. Um, fun to watch. Not a great football player, but he's just fun to watch. Three fumbles for Eagles. Yeah. Weapons. Yeah. It's not great. Not a, not a great game. Um, 72 Dolphins. Congratulations. Pop the champagne. Every Enjoy year. it every year. Last one. All right, moving on. Uh, Denver and the Titans. I thought I saw this meme on uh, NFL memes that uh, it for two hundred forty-five million less dollars they could have kept Drew Locke and they would be like seven and two right now, I guess, um, because they averaged twenty points per game with Drew Locke. Yeah, uh, they can't score over seventeen points a game. <laughs> it's it's embarrassing, um, truly embarrassing. Jerry Judy does get carted off the field. Uh, still waiting on. Um, what that's going to be uh, some sort of ankle injury, but Kendall Hinton gets involved in this game. Um, the Dulcich does nothing. Yeah, he draw. Um, um, Wilson missed him for a touchdown, overthrew him, wide open. Um, Russell Wilson. Derek, this game was just kind of ugly. Um, remember last year when we were talking about Nick Westbrook Akini? Nick Westbrook Akini. Yeah, a flea flicker the, uh, touchdown two times. A flea flicker. Oh, nice. Yeah, good one. He suck, uh, sucked it in with Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry tosses that back out, and you're like, oh, crap. The Broncos traded for Chase Edmonds and then proceeded not to use him at all, but it's still That's, early. Yeah, usually when, so, when someone gets traded midweek, their first week, they're still just learning the playbook, and like I don't take anything. How complicated can it be when you're only scoring like 13 points a game? <laughs> you got a point there. You got a point there. I just there. lost Zach. I'm here. Dalton. I'm pausing. And that was a break. Yep, exactly. Kind of. uh, uh, internet um, break. All right. Um, my last point was how complicated can the offense be for the Broncos if you're only scoring 10 points a game? I feel like you could use Chase Edmonds. Yeah. Um, you don't want any part of that backfield right now. Uh, Steelers. In general. Steelers uh, win one of those cold home games that they're supposed to. Uh, oh, they're not. The I want they're them to, to win lose. Those games. I know, but I want them to lose. I want better draft capital. We've been good for so long. I want some good draft capital. They're going to have a top 10 pick. It's no big deal. Yeah. The fighting Andy Dalton's could not get it done. Um, he does have two interceptions on the day. Taysom Hill gets a throw, but that was incomplete. Uh, Jameis Winston will start next week. Kamara, did, did they just not have the ball at all, the Saints? Because the play... No, Pittsburgh just ran it. Are... They ran it like 30 times. Uh, Juwan Johnson gets in the end zone. Um, 20 carries for Najee Harris. He still can't get 100 yards. Uh, George Pickens... Rushing touchdown. Gets targeted, gets a rushing touchdown, steals it away from Najee Harris. Pickett scores a rushing touchdown. Seven targets for Fryermuth. Um, people attended this game. Yeah, they did. That's Man, all they, I have to say. They paid good money to come watch that game, and I hope it was worth it, everybody. I saw another funny meme about the next game that we're going to talk about that said uh, the NFL should just hire people off their couches and put them up against Josh McDaniels every week and see who wins. Um, Jeff Sunday 
gets a win after uh, making the decision to put Matt Ryan in. He said, screw this Sam Ellinger experiment. We paid this dude. Let's put him out there. Yeah, that's that, that's kind of a shitty situation. Like, apparently, uh, Frank Reich didn't want to bench Ryan. And Ursay wanted Ellinger to play. And so Ursay forced him to play Ellinger, and then they fire him. For playing Ellinger. For playing Ellinger. And now they go back to they go to Saturday, and he brings back Matt Ryan, and they win. Um, the The best part of this is that Jeff Saturday... You saw that he tweeted um, like a week before getting hired. Um, said the Raiders are just awful. And he comes out a week later, gets hired, no head coaching experience, and, and comes out and beats the Raiders. Like, crazy. Devontae Adams has a nice day. Uh, Josh Jacobs has a nice day. Jonathan Taylor finally got involved. Um, it's almost like Jeff Saturday said, Hey, we're going to uh, run the fucking ball. Yeah, why aren't we using our talented players? Uh, Michael Pittman and Paris Campbell tie in targets and receptions. Campbell does get the touchdown. Uh, uh, Campbell is now playable again with Matt Ryan. I um, think with Matt Ryan, you're going to everybody. Pittman is good and Campbell's Pierce good. Probably should be picked up, but only in good matchups should you use him. Yeah. That's, That's yeah. it. Um, I'm, I think this was a decent game just because of the emotions around it. Yeah. Um, the battle of the backup quarterbacks, Colt McCoy versus John Walford. Yeah. Who would have um, thought of that, man? The Rams, uh, their season's over. Yeah. This might be one of the worst Super Bowl hangovers I've ever seen. Like, like they're awful. Like, they've been bad since the first night of the season. Like, it, yeah. It, like, there's it no surprise. And it's only Cooper Cup. And now Cooper Cup is hurt. Yeah, um, ankle. It, and, we don't yeah, know the status on that yet. A uh, high ankle sprain is what I've read. So they may just oh. shut him down for the rest of the year. Like if it, you're you're that like bad, like why risk him? Um, I bet the, I, I I could see them shutting down uh, Stafford and him, depending. Like Stafford was out with a concussion. I don't know how that happened. Um, I saw one meme because th- there was you know um, talks you know. Aaron Donald, McVeigh, all those guys kind of wanting to retire at the end of the season last year. Like now the question is, are they all going to retire on the same day or are they going to spread it out? <laughs> uh Higby, eight targets, eight catches, 73 yards. You like you like that. You like that. Uh, um, I think that yeah. is probably the the most the player that you can probably play on the Rams going forward is t- probably Tyler Higby. You might be able to sprinkle in some Allen Robinson now, but I mean, but, but I don't know how well that's going to be. It, it all depends on what's, what they're going to do at quarterback. Are they going to like, they've paid Stafford, like Stafford's going to be there for a few years. There's no reason to like give these young guys that many reps. Um, So I, maybe if Stafford is healthy, they're going to play him. Um, but that running back room is a, a disaster. They're, the wide receivers, I mean, they're okay. I mean, you may be able to play them. Allen Robinson, Van Jefferson did catch a touchdown. Um, maybe a bigger role for Ben Skoronek. Um, But, uh, yeah, really weird. Uh, Cam Akers, Daryl Henderson, Kyron Williams, Ronnie Rivers. like Bryce Perkins. Bryce, per- Bryce Perkins is the backup quarterback, right? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, Bryce Perkins. Yeah. <laughs> um, Walford and then Bryce Perkins. Those are the quarterbacks that were active. 
but the running back room is a disaster. Um, James Conner gets in the end zone two times. Uh, I think he's finally fully healthy. They ran him 21 times. Um, Hope McCoy honestly, looked good. Well, he always does. Yeah, I mean, he's one of those he guys that's going to be a backup quarterback for a while. Like, he's good. Like, no doubt about it. Like, yeah, honestly, he, he looked better than Kyler Murray. Like, that's how bad it looked. Because uh, Kyler Murray has been bad. Like, he's just force-feeding one receiver, um, which was, was Hollywood Brown for the longest time. And then now Hopkins, and you know, you'd sprinkle in a Ronda Moore or a Zach Ertz, stuff like that. But well, it it just doesn't like and and Cole McCoy got it to Hopkins, he got it to AJ, AJ, AJ Green, um, Rondell Moore. He he supported everybody. Whereas I, I hate to jump on your hot take, but there was uh 27 targets to DeAndre Hopkins and Rondell Moore and okay. five to everyone else. But that's, I mean, yeah, you're going to have your target hogs, but he's still like, they allowed him to throw it more. I, I guess Kyler wasn't, Kyler takes off and runs more rather than, you know, giving everyone five targets. Um, those targets dissipate when Kyler just scrambles. Um, and Cole McCoy's not that. So there's the big difference, obviously. And, and that's Marco Russell problems where he'll just put his head down and run forward instead of like actually yeah. trying to make a play. And that's another reason why Connor was probably so effective as well. Like he's not getting, he's not competing with the Kyler Murray rushing attempts as much. Um, but we'll see how the Cardinals offense looks. They do lose Zach Ertz for the rest of the year, knee injury. So that's that didn't tough. specify, but he's done. Yeah, it, I'm guessing they they said his ACL was intact, but it it sounds like one of the knee ligaments was torn. So I'm guessing MCL, um, a torn MCL. So. Um, yeah, that sucks. I, he was tied in three um, yep. before he got hurt. Yeah, so that's a bummer. Um, he's been pretty consistent all year long. Um, He'll probably get, still you know, finish the year as a top 10 tight end. Yeah, maybe, second, yeah. He's top second eight. in receptions behind uh, Travis Kelsey. Yeah, that's a bummer for them. But um, supposedly and they should be getting Hollywood Brown back in the next week or two. Um, so that, that was the report that they should be getting him back. So that, that'll help the Cardinals offense as well. The Niners beat up the Chargers on Sunday night. Apparently, the pass rush just was way too much for the Chargers to handle. Um, this was supposed to be the Chargers' big breakout year. They're still middling like they always are. Yeah, they're they're hurt, man. We say it every year. The, the Chargers, it, it's you know, it's their year, but they they always get hurt every year, and it, it, it's hard. We had a McKitty sighting. Trey McKitty. Uh, Austin Eckler was bottled up. Maybe that was their whole game plan there. Just like, hey, if you see Austin Eckler, just chip him immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, they worked Elijah Mitchell in his first game. I think this was his first game back. It was first game off IR. Um, he's been out since week one. Um, so they they definitely let him uh, heal as long as possible from that uh, broken ankle or something. Um, I can't remember what it was. Um, no, it was a, no, it was a knee. It was an MCL. Ayuk has a nice day. Yeah, I mean, it's it's gonna be really weird to see kind of how the touches line out for McCaffrey and Elijah Mitch, Elijah Mitchell. I mean, obviously McCaffrey's more dynamic, um, but Mitchell has been a part of the offense, so they're they're both gonna get touches. Um, Mitchell's gonna get touches more inside inside the tackles, um, and McCaffrey d- does squeak in and get a, get a touchdown. I I did see a stat: uh, Jimmy G has the best record. Um, in the NFL without throwing touchdown passes. He's 10 and two without wow. throwing a touchdown pass. That's weird. That's insane. Like, and they're all with the Niners. Like, 
because he he's so effective. I mean, and 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 you kind of see how things you know you get tackled at you know the five yard line on a deep pass, and so it doesn't quite reflect in there. Um, and then obviously the running backs just pound it in, or or Jimmy G run runs one in too. I mean, I mean he's Jimmy ran one in, but he didn't throw one. So they're good. I mean. Um, they're making a push for it. Um, all they have to compete with in that division is Seattle. Um, nothing that, um, which, which should be fun. Obviously the Rams are out of it. I don't think the Cardinals can make that big of a push. They may. Um, but I think it's a two horse race in that division and that's the Niners and the Seahawks. Um, speaking of the Seahawks, the first game ever played in Germany at Bayern Munich Alliance stadium. Um, Apparently, there were 3 million ticket requests for this game. It was completely sold out. Um, apparently, the atmosphere was just insane. But I think that it was just the, you know, the German football fans showing out. Um, but everyone had jerseys on. That was that was wild. They must actually watch yeah. the NFL in Germany. Yeah, I mean, people love the NFL worldwide. Um, obviously, not as much probably overseas. But, I mean, there's still football fans out there. And it's kind of like. You know, if there if there's an international sport event here, like when the World Cup comes here in 2026, like yep. there's going to be flocks of people in in the U.S. going to these games, and they're not as big as uh, soccer fans as maybe you know overseas people are. Um, it's the same thing, um, but I mean, it, w- what doesn't happen very often if you if you go outside the country. Um, it's gonna be packed, and and that's it's all about money, obviously. Um, and they're gonna be able be able to bring in that revenue in other countries. You know, you know they go to London three times a year or two times a year. Um, I think it was three this year. I don't know. I can't remember. It's I believe it's four international games this year. I believe it. Um, they have two in London, one in Germany, one in Mexico City. Um, are the, are the Bills playing in Toronto this year? No, hmm. not that I know of. I know Ralph Wilson, that was his thing because he is from there. Um, the biggest story of this game is um, no one heard about this until the until the freaking game time. So Rashad White got the start over Leonard Fournette solely due to apparently Leonard Fournette had a passport issue that no one freaking knew about. And so Leonard Fournette didn't get there until Saturday, I guess. Um, so Rashad White got got the start, got the first touches. And, and then, you know, Fournette came in and he, he kind of took over duties for a little bit. Um, Leonard Fournette threw a pass to Tom Brady, which was awful. And Tom Brady fell down and Leonard Fournette threw a pick. Um, if so, you haven't seen the clip, go watch it. It's pretty that, hilarious. That play was actually set up the Perfectly. play before. Yeah, they so, did. They, so, yeah. so the play before, they motioned Brady out and no one covered him and they mm-hmm. ran a wildcat. So they said, okay, let's just run the same formation yeah. out. The, immediately right afterward, assuming that no one was going to cover him, and then come on, did. come on, Byron Leftwich. Like you know, the NFL, like they're going to see it again. They're going to shade coverage. Like you don't need to cover Brady one on one. You can shade coverage. Your that DB, that rookie DB, is faster than Tom Brady. He can he can close, and that's what happened. Um, and he throws a pick. Uh, Leonard Fournette does get hurt. He suffers a hit pointer. Um, Rashad. So Rashad Fire White comes up your back Rashad in. Rashad White. Yeah, fire Rashad White till he gets back. But the Buccaneers are on a bye next week, so we um they did say um there's a good chance Leonard Fournette is back after the bye week. Just got to monitor that. 
um, for your Lenny Fournette shares and your Rashad White shares. Um, something to watch down the stretch. The Seahawks didn't show up till the second half, um, yep. and once they did, uh, Metcalf muscled some people out of the way. Oh, Rashad White actually had a pretty nasty stiff arm. I, I did watch a bit of that game, and he just shoved the dude right out of the way. Yeah, um, Ken Walker bottled up as well, but he does uh, get get through the air. Six catches, I believe. Um, but Lockett catches the touchdown. Marquez, uh, Marquise Goodwin catches the other touchdown from Geno. They make it closer at the end, but Tampa Bay now leading the NFC South. Tom Brady's 2-0 since getting a divorce. All right. Um, matchups that mattered. Wow. I hang on to beat Patrick uh, to stay alive in the playoffs. I don't change, but I stay in the eighth position. Um, Pat is not eliminated just based on how this season has been going. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, it was CD Lamb, Jeff Wilson, and Devontae Adams saved my day. Correct. And Pat had a decent uh decent outing. He he has the Justin Fields, the the Dalvin Cook, the Donta uh the Donta Foreman. Um he just had some bye week issues, no T. Higgins, no Ramondra Stevenson, um, and just kind of lackluster across, you know, from his receivers, DJ Moore, Jalen Waddle. Um it happens. So Stuart Brinkman falls victim to Christopher Lean, uh, Lean 130, 132 points, Justin Jefferson, Paris Campbell, Terry McLaurin. That's all you need. Yeah, bad day for Brinkman. Um, just subpar across the board. I believe no touchdowns for Brinkman's team. And that uh, the only touchdown he has is the one Josh Allen touchdown pass. Um, otherwise, quiet from everybody else. It's um, hard to win when you don't score touchdowns. Correct. That that is very true. Very, very, very true. Brinkman um drops to seven and three. Lean peaks up to three and seven. Drew moves on to a three week winning streak, taking out Heath. Um so Heath yeah. drops to five and five, five hundred. And Drew gets to six and four. Yeah, Drew's Drew's doing well. Drew's doing well. He's figuring it out. He's putting the pieces together. He doesn't have Zach Moss on his team, or does he? <laughs> he does not. Okay, see, he's putting the pieces together. Uh, one of the more heartbreaking games of Zach's fantasy career. Um, go ahead. Yeah, um, going against uh, Sackett, you know, the, the Hat Gate Bowl. Um Tough matchup. I knew it was going to be tough. Um, and he did not have his Joe Burrow, um, his Joe Burrow uh, shares this week. Um, he does swap in Tony Pollard um, early in the afternoon, uh, or, or yeah, right before the game lock. There was rumors that Paul, um, Zeke wasn't going to play. Um, he rolled the dice because he benched Cortland Sutton because Sutton played in the early game. He plays Pollard. Um, gets a nice game from Pollard. Um, that was pretty much the downturn at that point. Um, and then the big game from Dalton Schultz. Um, I thought I had a pretty pretty good shot after the morning games. Christian Kirk has a nice day. Travis Kelsey, good day. Peoples-Jones, a good day. Um, and then going into the Sunday night game, I was feeling pretty pretty confident. I had 
CMC and AJ Brown left compared to Jimmy G and Debo. And after that game, I was only down 4.08 and I felt extremely confident. I 99% confident um, that the only way I lose is if AJ Brown gets hurt. Um, And I don't know if he got hurt. I I just, I think that they just shut him down. Um, I, like I said, wasn't worried at all. AJ Brown hadn't scored less than seven points all year. Um, he only needed most likely two catches to get that that yardage. Um, and he's been so dominant. I I, I assumed you know at least a five for fifty day. Um, but I catched the end of the game and I checked the score and he's got one for seven, and that is all she wrote. One point seven points for AJ Brown. Um, heartbreaker for me. I lose by uh, two point four. 2.38, something like that. So tough game. I drop uh, two games in a row now, dropped to six and four. Sackett gets his seventh win in a row, which ties the record for the season. Uh, one more win, and he gets the highest um, win streak of the year. Um, Luke had Luke started seven and zero, and we'll get um, get to that game. But um, yeah, tough tough break for me. Sackett in little forecast. He is the only undefeated team now in outer division play. Sackett and I were both the undefeated teams in the last couple of weeks, but uh, Sackett is still carrying that that name. So good win for him. Um, tough break for me. It, it's, it happens. Yeah. Cole's very we're, bad. We're team. on to Cincinnati. Yeah, Cole's very bad team. Um, <laughs> Stays in the playoff hunt, squeaks one out against Blaster. Uh, Blaster, Blaster almost really, had game really back. needed it. Blaster almost had the comeback. He had the Antonio Gibson, Dallas Goddard, um, folks going last night. Just doesn't quite get there. Just yet, yeah, little over four points shy. Um, the Cooper Cup injury, and then the the and John Walford playing. Um, more with Cooper Cup because Cooper Cup doesn't usually score less than three points. So that's that's a, a tough break for him. Um, but Cole gets the win, moves him to five and five, keeps him in the hunt. And then we have another three and seven team. So the bottom of the league, I believe, are all three and seven. So um, pretty even, even up at the bottom. Yeah, that would be Garrett Brinkman. Uh, the other three and seven team knocks off Luke. Luke has now lost three games in a row. After starting seven and zero, he yep he, and it's make or break next week for um the matchup with Luke. Uh, yeah, anything to talk about on that matchup? Um, Dark Horse just got you know great games from Moster Jonathan. Uh, uh, Jonathan Taylor finally comes back. Godwin has a nice game. Cole Komet catches Cole the Komet. two touchdowns. James, James Connor, Connor comes back. He just uh, had and, all the touchdowns. And Luke had one touchdown from no, I mean he had a couple of touchdowns. Like he had a bit, you know, nice game from Aaron Jones, Saquon Barkley, and George Pickens, but every everybody else just kind of shat the bed a little bit. Moving on to next week's preview. Uh Dark Horse has some very serious bye week issues going up against <laughs> Heath. Honestly, it would be very shocking if Heath loses next week. But I mean uh, he uh, Dark Horse also gets back Lamar Jackson, Mark Andrews, Rondell. Uh, he's got Rondell Moore. Like he'll 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 piece it together. Um, but yeah, that'll be um, an interesting game. Um, like I said, all four, the nine through twelve seed are all three and seven. So Dark Horse, um, Lean, Patrick, and uh, who's the other one? And Blaster. So 
Yeah, uh, th- that'll be interesting. Gridlocked in the bottom. Speaking of, we have a bottom matchup. Um, I think this matchup, because of where we're at in the season, will be if you lose this one, you are eliminated. Correct. Uh, because of tiebreakers. It is lean taking on blaster, winner, loser, loser loser. out, loser out, basically, because we've always said in the past, like if you if you can make it, if you can be seven and seven, five hundred record, you're going to be in the playoffs. Like that's just usually how it goes um, since there are eight teams. So this is essentially a loser out situation. Uh, Blaster is going to look a little tight. No Mike Evans, no Cooper Cup, no Jerry Judy. Um, That's a tough break for Blaster right there. Lose three to three of his receivers in one week. Tough. Another another team with bye week issues that I'm sure they'll piece together is Drew taking on Cole's bad team. Um, so <laughs> there's that. Man, you're 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 you take all the digs at Cole. I take all the digs at Lean. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you are in another tough tough game against. I know. I back to back back to back toughies, man. I have Sackett, and then I have Luke. Um, and. That's tough. I mean, Luke's Luke's trying to get off the snide. He's lost three in a row. I've lost two in a row. Um, yeah, it's gonna be a tough one. Um, I, I I don't have my Jaguars. No Christian Kirk. No Travis Etienne. Um, so I am gonna have to piece together um, some space right now. Um, yeah, tough one. Um, I'll figure it out. I'll keep grinding. Um, I'm, I'm, we're we're both sitting okay. Um, but it's it's nice we have the top of your division. Um, so Pat needs a win against the streaking Cody Sackets. Uh, Sackets got some by, I mean, he's got you know a couple of his best players on by Lenny Fournette, Tyreek Hill, and he's got Rashad White, he's got the cuff. Um, so he's he's safe either way. Jamar Chase, I still don't believe is going to play. Um, so he's going to have to still piece together that team, Pat. He's he's doing okay. He's no waddle. Um, he's good. he'll figure it out. Pat's one of the guys that like he's resilient. He's he's gonna make moves. He's gonna straight. He's gonna hit the wire. He's gonna find the best plays that he can play. Um, he just had a tough break this year. I believe he's got the highest points against, and he's pretty average, uh, middle of the pack in scoring. Um, so it's tough tough for him. Um, that's sometimes how how it goes. Um, let me double check that, but I'm pretty sure. That's, pr- I believe, the case. He's got, oh, by far the highest points against, 1409. Like, that's – and he's at, he's got, got 1302, so more than Dark Horse, more than Blaster. More just than a, More than you, um, more than Heath by 100 points, more than Lean. Um, he's – yeah, he's got more uh, – two less points than Luke. So like he's got the points, he's got the roster. Just everyone is putting up high totals um, against Patrick. Um, I know a lot of people, and we we've never done this. You know, the, the last place team in the playoffs is the highest points um, that's not in the playoffs. So like I think I believe Lee. I mean, Pat is like in the top eight in points, obviously. Um, but with eight teams getting in, like. It, records do matter. I know I, we've no one's really bat batted an eye about missing the playoffs with points, um, but yeah, Patrick's what, doing fine. What are you talking about right now? Like other team, other other leagues, leagues will do other, points. Uh, yep. So like uh, the last, the last team in the playoffs 
so like your eight seed or whatever your whatever seed um is the highest points between so like your so in our league so the top seven records we get in and then of those other five teams who's ever got the highest points gets in so you reward still a good team and you don't take in consideration the tough record the tough record the points against so i i run into another goliath uh this week it will be me versus Stuart brinkman um he needs the win to stay near the top of the league and i need the win to stave off all those three and seven teams yeah the five and five teams need to keep keep going because you know that they go to if you if you lose and go to five and six and they get to four four and seven they're only one game behind you and things can get a little crazy with tiebreakers yeah all right uh um, we now move right. on to the bets portion of the show yeah a recap of last week um, I go three and one this week. I ne- desperately needed a uh a win after getting swept by Dalton last week. Um, I did get my lock of the week, Vikings plus seven and a half. Um, I had Tennessee minus two and the Giants minus six and a half. Uh Dalton did get the Kansas City nine and a half point spread. They do win by 10. Um, running total, Dalton 17, uh, myself 14. Pretty okay. Pretty close. I and believe I, it is your week. Correct. I am pulling it up. Um, who would your lock of the week be? Since it is your let me, pick. Let first. me look at this. Yeah. Um. Some decently large spreads in this one. Um. Give me – I will take – where was it? I'll take the Bills minus eight and a half. Ah, Dan, that's what I wanted. Nice. Good pick. Good pick. All right, you got Bills minus eight. That's a sneaky pick. Good for you. Um, They're not going to lose two weeks in a row. So, yeah. Oh, it is in Buffalo, though. So it is. It could be cold, but we'll see. Give me uh, Kansas City minus six and a half. Uh, oh, wait, that's. Then they got the. They, so, never mind. There it is. It, took, it said minus six and a half against the Atlanta, and then it changed real fast. They had the Atlanta um, logo on it. Never mind. I don't want that. Um, yeah, the Chiefs are playing the Chargers minus seven. Yeah, I have a six and a half. Okay. Um, I do not want that one. Um, let's see here. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hate myself, but I'm going against the Raiders. Give me Denver minus two and a half. Denver minus two and a half. Yep, against the Raiders at home. Okay, what do you got? What's what's the first bet? All right, I see one that you're probably going to target. Yep, I'm going to make you. I'm going to make you pick them. Um, Dallas, Minnesota. Dallas <sighs> minus one point favorite. Um, one point favorite on the road. 
Um, you know, that is really tough. Uh, basically, it's a if you win it. Yeah, um, t- take your boys. I. That is so tough. <laughs> it's going to be indoors, so that helps. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it'll be a track meet. Um. Yeah, oh. give me the Cowboys. Okay, I'll take Minnesota plus one. All right, here. I don't here. like that. But <laughs> that is so tough. What a mm-hmm. great line. All right, the next one will be my pick. Um, <clears throat> I will take... No, I'm not going to do that one. I'll save that for the last pick. Um, Let's go... Um. In this gross matchup, let's go gross here. Um, this uh, you get, uh, I get a pick, don't I? I don't know if I want that. But, um, I'll <laughs> do that. I know. Um, I'll take it. I'm gonna go. Um, I'm gonna take the bounce back. I will take the Rams plus three and a half against the Saints. That is so gross. I know. Um, That's a gross line. I I hate that one. Fine. Um, I'll, I'll do a different one. I'll do a different one. That's fine. I don't care. Okay. I'm, I'll do a different one. Okay. All right. This one is a lot more. It's a lot more fun. Um, Colts six and a half point favorites at home. I am going to say Philly gets back on the snide. And I'll take minus six and a half. Oh, so you 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 read that wrong, but I understand what you meant. Yep, I'm taking. I was just reading who's who's favorite. Who's um? So I'll take Philly minus six and a half against the Colts. Okay. You said that the Colts were favorite. Oh, first, sorry. So. Yeah. Sorry, Colts. Um. Okay, give me the Colts. Yep. And then the most fun one because I'm good either way on this side. Your choice. The Falcons are three and a half point favorites at home against the Bears with an under over of 50 and a half. <laughs> That's a lot. It's a lot. So there is, choice, it'll be indoors. Um, it'll be indoors. It'll be in Atlanta. So Atlanta's three and a half point favorites at home. Uh, hold on. Let me. Oh, wait. That's what I was just looking for. Um,. The Bears are so hot right now. Give me the Bears. Bears plus three and a half K. I'll take Atlanta minus three and a half. That's that's a that is a really good line as well. That is that's a fun one. All right, so we got the Bears, Falcons, Colts, Eagles, and Minnesota Cowboys, Dallas. Vikings. Okay. I'm sure the Vikings are going to win that one just because I took Dallas. But, <laughs> I, but like, I mean, with that close to the spread, like I wanted that to be the lock of the week, but I knew I could probably get it because I know you'd take probably the boys. Yeah, I just had to. All yeah. right. Um, that is it for your Sunday morning. I mean, Tuesday morning viewing pleasure. Um, next week will be probably a different time as well. Yeah. 
we haven't quite discussed that, but we, we will let you guys know. Perfect. Good luck, everybody. This is the end. <laughs>